There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen. The sweetest of loves, where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. Your presence, Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come.
Now we begin to look into the New Testament. Today's reading will come from the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 8. We'll read verses 16 through 24. We'll read about another brother. Another brother was traveling with Paul and Titus, a man who was elected by the churches to also take the large financial gift to Jerusalem. Paul explained that by traveling together, there could be no suspicion and people would know that the gift was being handled honestly. The church did not need to worry that the bearers of the collection would misuse the money. Paul used every safeguard to maintain integrity in the collection of money for the Jerusalem church. Those outside the church can view skeptically the way believers handle money in the church. Financial scandals among high-profile ministries have alerted the non-believing world to the unethical gimmicks that some Christians use it is possible to avoid mismanagement of God's resources. Does your church or organization have a system of checks and balances that prevent wrongful behavior? Are there financial practices in your ministry that need to be reviewed? Well, Christians must have the highest standard of financial responsibility. And with that, let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. September 6th, the New Testament, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 16 through 24. But thank God, he has given Titus the same enthusiasm for you, Corinthians, that I, Paul, have. Titus welcomed our request that he visit you again. In fact, he himself was very eager to go and see you. We are also sending another brother with Titus. All the churches praise him as a preacher of the good news. He was appointed by the churches to accompany us as we take the offering to Jerusalem, a service that glorifies the Lord and shows our eagerness to help. We are traveling together to guard against any criticism for the way we are handling this generous gift. We are careful to be honorable before the Lord, but we also want everyone else to see that we are honorable. We are also sending with them another of our brothers who has proven himself many times and has shown on many occasions how eager he is. He is now even more enthusiastic because of his great confidence in you. If anyone asks about Titus, say that he is my partner who works with me to help you, and the brothers with him have been sent by the churches, and they bring honor to Christ. So show them your love, and prove to all the churches that are boasting about you as justified." Our reading in the book of Psalms for today will be Psalm 50, verses 1 through 23. Asaph begins his psalm by describing God's final judgment of people on earth. Surprisingly, we read that God's great fury is leveled against his own people, or at least those who claim to be his. God's judgment must first begin with his own children. God's perfect moral nature demands that the penalty for sin be death. However, people could offer an animal to God as a substitute for their own lives, symbolizing their faith in the merciful, forgiving God. But the people were offering sacrifices and forgetting their significance. 
The very act of sacrifice showed that they had once agreed to follow God wholeheartedly. But at this time, their hearts were not in it. We may fall into the same pattern when we participate in religious activities or tithe or attend church out of habit or conformity rather than out of a heartfelt love and obedience. God really does want righteousness, not empty ritual. Now, some people glibly recite God's laws, but are filled with deceit and evil. They claim His promise, but refuse to obey Him. Well, this is sin, and God will judge people for it. We too are hypocrites when we are not what we claim to be. Psalm 50, verses 1 through 23, a Psalm of Asaph. The Lord, the Mighty One, is God, and He has spoken. He has summoned all humanity from where the sun rises to where it sets. From Mount Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines in glorious radiance. Our God approaches, and He is not silent. Fire devours everything in His way, and a great storm rages around Him. He calls on the heavens above and earth below to witness the judgment of His people. Bring my faithful people to me, those who made a covenant with me by giving sacrifices. Then let the heavens proclaim His justice, for God Himself will be the judge. Interlude O my people, listen as I speak. Here are my charges against you, O Israel. I am God, your God. I have no complaint about your sacrifices or the burnt offerings you constantly offer, but I do not need the bulls from your barns or the goats from your pens, for all the animals of the forest are mine, and I own the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird on the mountains, and all the animals of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for all the world is mine and everything in it. Do I eat the meat of bulls? Do I drink the blood of goats? Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God, and keep the vows you made to the Most High. Then call on me when you are in trouble, and I will rescue you, and you will give me glory. But God says to the wicked, Why bother reciting my decrees and pretending to obey my covenant? For you refuse my discipline and treat my words like trash. When you see thieves, you approve of them, and you spend your time with adulterers. Your mouth is filled with wickedness, and your tongue is full of lies. You sit around and slander your brother, your own mother's son. While you did all this, I remained silent, and you thought I didn't care. But now I will rebuke you, listing all my charges against you. Repent, all of you who forget me, or I will tear you apart, and no one will help you. But giving thanks is a sacrifice that truly honors me. If you keep to my path, I will reveal to you the salvation of God. Proverbs chapter 22, verses 22 and 23. Don't rob the poor just because you can, or exploit the needy in court. For the Lord is their defender. He will ruin anyone who ruins them. Stop.
Touch the sky, women, they hit the ground.